morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, November 14th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone. Welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to read a passage from John's Gospel today, but before we get to that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, may we remember in the midst of our, the chaos of our day, may we remember in all things that you are present with us that you are here with us in all relationships. You are here with us in all difficulties. You are here with us in all apathy as well as action. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Friends, listen to our reading from John's Gospel, the 14th chapter, verses 25 through 31. I have said these things to you while I am still with you, but the Advocate, The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I am going away and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me, but I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us be on our way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, how are you and what has been bringing you joy lately? I am good. And the thing that brings me joy is um, the same thing. I think the last time we talked, which is watching my kid play basketball. Um, Actually, last time we talked, you said nothing. So it's a a really, it's a much better week. Friends, basketball (laughs) season has started. And my youngest daughter has played basketball for many years, um, but she's taken a special joy in it this year. Hmm. And so to watch that makes me really happy. Yes, I'm glad that something's perked me up again. <laughs> um, this is, uh, it's not necessarily bringing me joy, but it's just been uh, uh, very funny. Is Allie texted me a video yesterday of a raccoon in our backyard and was just like, should I be concerned about this? I was like, probably not. And then she texted me a picture six hours later, and it was still in the same spot. I'm like, you should probably be concerned about that. Uh, And animal control came out, and it scampered up a a tree. And they're like, well, it looks like it's starting to get sick. So call us tomorrow if it's still here. And I woke up this morning, and that sucker was in the same spot, just hanging out. Um, So it's been a, it's been, it's been. It's been a source of joking between Allie and I the past uh, 24 hours of this raccoon 
that is slowly dying in her backyard. Does animal control provide medical care for wild animals? No, like, are they going to bring in some antibiotics? No, 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 no. And they're, they're gonna they're gonna kill it. It's just that when it's sick, it won't be able to scamper up the tree. And so when they came, it scampered up the tree, and they're like, "Nothing we can do." But Call. they're gonna kill it just because it's sick. Well, I think yeah, I think so. I think so. Wow, this took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it might be like rabies so you don't want that out in the world there are a lot of diseases it could get that's true that's <laughs> without true. it being rabies i am no raccoon expert. do you want a raccoon to- <laughs> you know i've raised raccoons because i did not know that <laughs> i worked for veterinarian for a long time and we had a license to rehabilitate wildlife and there's so, nothing cuter or sweeter than a baby raccoon. this thing is not a baby it I know. is large and scary yeah. but i, I mean say, yeah I'll, I'll be like listen uh, listen, I have an address you can deliver this raccoon. Just drop it off in the front yard. <laughs> yeah. uh, Give me some antibiotics. We'll treat that distemper or whatever it. it's got. Yeah. Oh, but anyways, to our scripture. Uh, we are really a pair. We... Because last week I was down, and this week you're killing raccoons. And honestly, you're just I'm not worse. killing raccoons. Uh, who made the phone call? <laughs> Allison. Allison. You told her Allison no. is killing the raccoons. No. Oh. Anyways, uh, so this, the ra- that this, raccoon is like, it's a cold. It's a cold. <laughs> just can't I just Listen, sleep here? It's, it's a been, cold. It's been walking in circles for about twenty four hours now. Oh, uh, gosh. And if I walk in circles for twenty four hours, Tara, you can put me down. Okay, it's an ear. <laughs> it's I'm an just kidding. <laughs> uh, but what's the context? What's the context of the raccoon? Not the raccoon, <laughs> but this thing that Jesus is saying and doing in the Gospel of John. Well, I kind of giggled because last week our passage was from John 17, and it was part of the farewell discourse. This is three chapters earlier, still a part of the farewell discourse. <laughs> There's a lot of farewell, a lot of farewell in John, which, to be fair, John was written the latest. He has the ability to see um, kind of the wholeness of, of Jesus and what that end looks like. But this is, you know, Jesus preparing his disciples for when he will not be here. Mm-hmm. And I was really struck. So we're reading this because there's the sermon series on the 23rd Psalm. And this is the part about comfort. Um, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And I think what I know, what Jesus mm-hmm. is saying here, right, is that he wants to leave them with his peace. Mm-hmm. So that they will be comforted by that. Mm-hmm. And that the Holy Spirit will come to be with them. That in no way, when I was reading it this time, means that there won't be persecution, there won't be trouble. But it means two things when I read it for for me today. One is that there should be a level of peace in knowing that um, Christ's presence will be with them in this new way, in in the spirit. Mm -hmm. The second thing is that when he says, do not let your hearts be troubled, do not let them be afraid... There are things they should be afraid of, but it's that that anxiety that churns up that maybe they imagine Jesus. Mm-hmm. Maybe this was all, you know, it's all just a big kind of like, uh, you know, this weird phenomenon that now it was gone. That's what he wants them to not be troubled by. Don't let that, that anxiety that has no name hmm. 
pull you down, mm-hmm. be rooted in me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, should you be afraid when the, you know a Roman centurion's coming? Probably. You should probably be a little worried about that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think that's what he's speaking about here specifically. Does that make sense? Uh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, to your first point about that they won't face tribulation, that's from the from uh, kind of the traditional church history, all of these disciples but one are going to be martyred uh, in some way. Um, and so... Uh, Glad he didn't lead with that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> by the way... <laughs> this anywho. Is, anywho. Uh, so that there will be difficulties that come, but the promise is that uh, is is that peace, but that peace that comes with God's presence, right? Yeah. It's it's the paraclete, it's that spirit, it's, it's, it's the breath of God that will be with them. Uh, that will bring them peace when these difficult things will come. Uh, and yeah, that there will be moments of fear. I always, you know, try to, there's fear that is a natural human response. And I don't think that's a sin or unfaithful in any way, but it's the fear that becomes God uh, that, that we're, that Jesus is speaking to. Uh, and the fear that lies to you. Yeah. Yes. The fear that says, there is no God. There's no the God. fear that says this is useless. Um, that's the that's the fear that I think Jesus really speaks to because I think also I, I made that joke about you know so many of them are going to die, but I do believe even if Jesus had told them, and this is biblical imagination, folks, mm-hmm. um, even if Jesus had told them, you will be martyred for this, but I am the Messiah and the church must stand. I bet some most of them would still do it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's the idea that it's suffering for no reason, that it's tribulation for a folly. Mm-hmm. That's the fear and the lie. Mm-hmm. There's, uh, you know, Henry Nowen talks about kind of the two voices that that are constantly in your head. You have the still small voice of truth that says you are a beloved child of God that is whispering that at all moments. Uh, and then you have the voice of the deceiver that that tells you that you are you are not part of this family that you aren't good enough that you aren't uh, yeah. that you aren't uh, a child of God that that all the terrible things you think about yourself are true. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and and I think that that's speaking to that uh, fear that you're talking about. Yeah. And so Jesus gives them this gift, this assurance, mm-hmm. this presence that will build them up for whatever may come. And I think the same is true today. We're going to end with a quote from Rob Bell, who has written, Missions, then, is less about the transportation of God from one place to another and more about the identification of a God who is already there. You see God where others don't, and then you point him out. So the issue isn't so much taking Jesus to people who don't have him, but going to a place and pointing out to the people, the creative, life-giving God who is already present in their midst. Thank you all for being with us. We'll be back again on Wednesday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.